Hey guys, we're back and I hope you've all had a happy new year and hopefully you've stuck to your new year resolutions instead of quitting in two weeks time. I'm in Gombe and I'm here back with Rowan to talk about what we believe in the last couple of years has been happening recently which I describe as the global awakening where people have realised that reality is not what it seems like, not just in the occult and conspiracy world, but in terms of entrepreneurship and freedom and just life in general, how people want to be more free, I guess. And that all stems from finding the truth. So Rowan, what do you make of this recent phenomenon? And perhaps, yeah, in general, what do you think? I don't know. I think it's a great thing that people are waking up and people are changing their mindsets. I think we've been stuck in this rigid way of thinking for a hell of a long time and people are starting to actually like think outside of the box and not necessarily obey to uh, any overlords or rules or anything that's been preset for them or traditions that have been placed and handed down from uh, people before us. Um, yeah, I, th- I think it's nice that people are waking up. I think you, you definitely see a rise in like, conspiracy way of thinking to a degree I, I, I don't know if, if it's good or bad perhaps it's part of the plan perhaps they have always been in control and perhaps this is just another way to like gain control over us is to go with the flow and, and make it seem like there's this great awakening happening I do think it, I, do, I do think it's an amazing thing that people are actually waking up and, and thinking different you never know you never know people might be only thinking this way because they have been manipulated and you know influenced to think this sort of way. I, I'm not saying that a lot of people that come into the conspiracy world aren't necessarily like stooges or anything like that. I, I think it's completely organic, but I, I, I also think at the same time, if there were things that um, we shouldn't be speaking about, that it would have been quashed by now pretty quickly and it would have been able to see the light of day. But then again, I guess you've got the internet nowadays, which is a much bigger platform for people to spread information and talk about different things that they wouldn't have been able to speak about in the past on a grand scale. So people have more access to information these days. And I mean, that that goes for like us guys on this podcast. We wouldn't have been able to start this podcast without the internet, you know? And it is very interesting. I am excited, I guess, more than anything to see what happens in the next few years. They always say that like, I remember when I was first getting into this sort of way of thinking, they were always talking about, oh, at the age of Aquarius, it's because the astro- ast- uh, astro- astronomy, astrological signs are changing and we're shifting from the age of Pisces, I believe, into the age of Aquarius. That could be could be wrong, but um, yeah, we're moving into the age of Aquarius, which is like the Grand Awakening and people waking up. Whether it's forced, whether it's due to astrological signs, whether it's god maze where the god's in control and he's creating all this like grand awakening for people to come into the new age you never know but it is very interesting i I am very excited to see what happens in the next five ten years or so because i think we are living in very interesting times yeah yeah and i think the key factors that sum up this awakening that people are seeing is you know, recent events, you know, like the C-19, you know, people being stuck at home. And when you're stuck at home for a long period of time, you start to evaluate your life in a sense because you have nothing else to do. 
So I think in that sense, people have realised in terms of perhaps work life that, you know, it's much more convenient if you're sat at, if you're working at home instead of going to an office, even outside of conspiracy stuff like that in general, is enough for people to reflect on their current life situation and that they could make a change, which is obviously why since the the pandemic was over, we've seen a hybrid work-life balance for people. And obviously you yourself, you're technically self-employed as an actor, so you've not gone the traditional non-defined route, whatever the modern people choose nowadays. So it is very interesting times. and Ultimately, people want freedom, and freedom does not come from, you know, the traditional non-defined route. It, may, it will still always be there. It's just that people are realising that there's bigger and better things. Yeah, I think people just don't want to abide by the laws of making themselves like a cog in a machine, almost, where they're just doing a nine-to-five, they're just doing the same thing over and over again. Um, and work, working for someone else, I guess. But I think the biggest freedom comes from financial uh, independence, to be honest, where you can actually like do whatever you want to do at what time. You don't have to abide by all certain holidays. You can't go here, you can't go there your life is basically dictated by someone that tells you what you can and can't do. Which I don't think necessarily is, is a natural way to live. I'm not saying it's the, the worst route in the world because at the same time, it does offer a lot of security. If, if you want to, say, build a house, build a family with someone, probably the best best route to, to go because there is a lot of security involved in getting a 9 to 5 and sticking to the rules that have been planted down to you from like your parents and stuff like that. And um, but at the same time, it does prevent you from doing a lot of things that you potentially could. Like, you can't explore as much. You can't go where you want. You can't do what you want when you want. Um, having said that, I do think there is some sort of rigidity that you do need when it comes to having your own life. Like, even if you are self-employed at the same time, you do need to stick to some certain patterns and uh, ways of ways of living. Because if you don't, then you can completely get sidetracked and you can just do whatever happens and you, you sort of begin to spiral because there's no base, there's no platform of which that you're standing on. You're just kind of just going about your days and nothing's actually happening for you. So at the same time, I, I think there does need to be a balance in the middle where you are doing something, you are working towards something and that involves sacrificing time that you could be spending doing other things. Say like if I wanted to play golf all the time, Probably not the best way to spend my time if I want to be an actor. I need to dedicate my time to, you know, doing things that are related to acting and getting my name out there and pushing my name forward for roles and things like that. So I think I think it is a great thing that people are doing more of what they want to do these days. And as well that the internet kind of grants that because we have such a connectivity these days that you can sell products from any side of the world uh, we have a network that is almost instantaneous within our fingertips and you can speak to anyone at any time if you want to build say a new like client list all you need to do is just go into you know like an email list or something like that you sign people up and it's there it's pretty easy it's pretty straightforward so you can essentially advertise to more people than you would in the past and I, yeah I, th- I think the internet has accommodated that um yeah, no, no, it is it is a really promising time, I think, for 
a lot of people. Um, and yeah, the the way of thinking has definitely shifted massively. I think in the past past few years, but I, I think that comes from new enlightenments. Like there's been tidbits here and there that have forced people to think differently. I'm not sure if it's by design. There's like disclosures and things that come out every now and then that leaders like they give us like a what's the word? They give us like tidbits and almost like breadcrumbs into leading to a different way of thinking. It's almost like the the mindset has shifted, um, and it, it seems to be almost organic. Where there's been disclosure about say like UAPs, UFOs, and things like that, and do it just the way we think about life. Does seem sort of like there's a mind mindset shift. I'm not sure if that's by design or what, but yeah, it is interesting. Definitely. Oh, cops are after you, bro. Yeah, boy. You know, they obviously don't like this 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 discussion. Obviously, they want you know. Nah, just joking. Let the police do their job at the end of the day. But. uh yeah, it is very interesting times that we are in. And <laughs> <laughs> mostly speaking about, you mentioned briefly about UFOs and stuff. You sent me something about something regarding Project Bluebeam, some aliens, and that's obviously been something that's been revealed by particular governments that have hid it for so many years, you know, in that extraterrestrial beings happening. So people have thought that this may be real, which is, again, very enlightening to, to see because then, you know, people that used to believe in that stuff would be considered crazy for that thought when official governments are, and mainstream media are talking about it, then, yeah, even though mainstream media can be a bit, you know, misleading, sometimes they have to reveal truth as well. So, yeah. All good stuff. And whether it's by design or intention, I don't know. I mean, just speaking about the astrological sense from the age of Pisces to the age of Aquarius, obviously, in terms of Pisces ruled by the fish and in the Piscean age, it was mainly based around religion. Um, obviously, Jesus being the fisher of men, Pisces has the fish sign, you know, so, and obviously over time, in many generations, they've obviously looked to get rid of religion via Project Bluebeam. You see, even in England, right, like generations of families where religion has not passed down to many families in England. Like, I'm sure Rowan, your ancestors would have been heavily religious, but now that's not being passed down to maybe your family or many other families. So it is by design, whether it's done naturally by whatever's running the show or the elite or whatever, it perhaps is an organic tale through astrology, numerology, or any other theme that runs this reality. So, yeah, it is a it is a turning point in that sense. Yeah, it's so interesting you say that. Yeah, like, family-wise, my, like, grandparents were very heavily religious, and now my parents are very blase about the whole thing. It definitely seems like there's been a complete shift. Like people are very unrigorous in terms of how dedicated they are to religion these days. People don't really care about it as much as they did. And I mean, there was a massive shift because, say, for example, my granddad, he got kicked out of many churches because he was so 
devoutly Christian, so strongly in what he believed that it almost made it so he had to get kicked out because he used to argue with the other the other people in the church because he was like, well, I believe this, I know this, I know this. So it was almost like it, be, it became such a part of their life that it obviously like affected their life at the same time. So it, it is very interesting that there's kind of like a complete shift where people don't really care about religion. And like you say, is that by design or is it completely, is it man that's influencing that? Or is it just something that happens on a cyclical nature? Could be the case, could be the case. Um, but yeah, in terms of the UFOs and stuff like that, I, I think there is some sort of disclosure happening. And it, as I say, it's almost like breadcrumbs and tidbits that they give us every now and then to sort of pacify us for the time being. The Miami Mall incident, the one I was referring to, was essentially very low-key. I think you only found, like, I only found out about it because of Twitter. And I remember I asked my mum about it because she watches the news still, which she, she should have really, but... You know, what are you going to do? I can't force her not to watch the news. But she basically said that it wasn't on the news. There was nothing on the news about the Miami Mall incident. She was like, oh, what are you talking about? So it was very hush-hush in terms of like the main, mainstream coverage, I believe. Because if, if that was a massive incident, which it seemingly was, according to Twitter at least, then why wasn't it covered? Um, so it is interesting because they, they do sort of lean into this idea of UFOs and UAPs becoming common knowledge but it's all, almost like they're still trying to cover it so it, it's, it's very weird I don't really know what the dynamic is at the minute like we say about oh is this the start of Project Bluebeam but if it was you just thought there'd be more importance in getting it into the mainstream light at this stage I feel like the whole UFO UAP disclosure has been going on for quite a while now people don't really know about it as much as they should I'm not sure maybe that's because it has to really be like a slow drip feed in the way that they're going to do it. To be fair, I was listening to Joe Rogan and Duncan Russell speak about it. Uh, Duncan Trussell, sorry, speak about it recently. And they were talking about how like they probably wouldn't even need to do Project Bluebeam because people just go along with the narrative anyway, regardless. So would they necessarily need to at this stage, stage A, alien invasion to get people to conform to what the government's saying not necessarily but potentially maybe it's something they're still considering doing and they're just testing the waters and seeing how the public responds to the possibility and the idea that aliens are coming down well if we just speak about the Miami Mall incident I don't know if have you done much research into what happened there is no I I haven't you have oh you haven't I, I haven't no yeah of course so it's actually quite interesting to what day was it? I, I believe it was like July, January 3rd of this year, so straight into the new year. Like, all things happen at the start of the new year. We were just speaking to Ngombe about how in January of the new year, everyone seems to go crazy. It's like, oh, look at all this that's happening. And I think people are just more focused on the fact that it's a new year and they start looking out for things and they're more vigilant to stuff that's happening in the new year. And it becomes, all, oh my God, everything's going crazy this year. But for the Miami Mall incident, I think it was January 3rd. Uh, it was in Bay- Bayside Mall in Miami. So apparently people reported seeing a giant shadow figure about eight foot tall walking around the mall and they had to disperse and they ran out of the mall very quickly because they were like, what the hell is that? 
some giant figure, almost like our people reported it, it looked like Alien from the from the film Alien. How there were the, a, a few of them just walking about, and at the same time, so if you watch videos, you can find videos online where it's kind of hush hush at the same time. There was a police presence of about eighty police uh, vehicles, which is very strange. And the police report that it was just two children fighting, like a, a gang sort of fight, and that's why they had to have such a huge police presence. And obviously they're all on call, so like the police sirens are going off and things like that. There was also a helicopter present as well, Chinooks, as people believe. And um, I, th- I think Chinooks is, obviously it's like a, it's a military helicopter, which is strange because why would they need military presence there if it's just two, two teenagers fighting? And at the same time, like a lot of people say that if there's an alien presence, most likely there's going to be like military presence at the same time. So yeah, it, it's just a very weird story on the front of the the police and the Miami government that say that there was nothing really happening. It was just ch- two children fighting, but they had to have a huge police presence. Eyewitnesses do report that they were running away. There's quite a few eyewitness reports as well that they were running away and they saw like a giant tall figure. There's a there's a video as well online that looks like from outside of the mall, the zoom in, and you can see this giant figure walking about from place to place, which is very strange, and it almost looks like a shadow figure. So people are questioning what the hell is that. Um, and also, another part of the story that got revealed recently was the fact that a lot of eyewitnesses said that there were these teenagers, like that is true, there were teenagers at the ball and they caused the incident. But what happened was they had like a suitcase almost looking like a like a DVD player, essentially. And they put it down on the ground, lifted it up, and it opened a portal. Yeah, actually, if, like I was watching some videos before we started the podcast, and you can... It, it's up to contention as to whether the videos are edited. But it looks like this almost like this portal that opens, and apparently that's what the aliens stepped through, or whatever these beings were, whatever these creatures were, that stepped through at that moment. And they came through this little portal, almost looking like a like Doctor Strange. If you've seen the Avengers, they were like Doctor Strange type portal. You know the swirly ones when he's got the sling ring. Yeah, yeah. It opened up, and then these aliens passed through, and people were like, "What the hell is that? What the hell is that?" And then yeah, rather than away. Obviously, the I think the main argument from people is like, why why isn't there that much police footage or any footage for that matter? of the incident is that because there was like a, I, don't, I, I don't know were they very strict with it were they taking the phones off people some people say that all oh, my phone was taken off me immediately but what about like CCTV are they trying to keep it hush hush on purpose or is it something that they're trying to make it seem like it's hush hush because they want to generate more suspicion and more question about it to then, you know, keep adding tidbits into the story and things like that. But, but yeah, it's just a very weird and interesting thing that's happened. And uh, it's not reported on mainstream for some reason. Apparently as well, there was like an electrical outage as well, very shortly after the incident. So apparently like the alien stepped out or whatever the being was, stepped out and then there was like an electrical outage. <clears throat> so strange. It yeah. is strange. It almost sounds like you're telling a story for people that haven't seen it and they're not seeing it either, but I'll definitely look at it after this episode and 
yeah, I'm, I'm sure that there are some strange things going on. Like you, like you said before, with eighty police. Did you say eighty, right? And eighty only yeah. for only for two teenagers fight running away or fighting. That is yeah. very strange. You got and if, if, two, if two teenagers were fighting, why would they need to like evacuate the whole building? You know what I mean? Like, surely they could just contain it. You'd only need exactly. a few officers there. And I'm, I yep. imagine security were there as well. Oh, definitely. And they could have just detained him or something like that. It seems like something bigger happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They probably just don't want to tell people. But uh, at the same time, it could be like an introduction to Blue Bean. Like, we, we do not know what technology they have. They could be able to project a shadow figure. I don't imagine it's out of the realms of possibility these days to have that sort of technology. I mean, I mean, you see, like, the um, the ball in in Las Vegas. Have you seen the ball? You know, the big ball? Which one? So there's a huge ball in Las Vegas now. I think they've spent a hell of a lot of money. Like, you're like, 500 million? But there's light shows and stuff inside of it. But it's essentially like a big light. It's huge. Yes, I'm just looking at it now. Projects like videos and stuff like that onto it. Oh, that's huge. Yeah. Absolutely massive, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's inc- it, it looks incredible. But yeah, uh, it does look it does look very cool. But I'm saying if they've got that sort of technology and you have the like the Chinese New Year sort of projections. Have you seen those? I think we spoke about those on the um what yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've seen, Episode I've seen the, yeah, I've seen a clip of one of the Chinese New Year. Everyone just has their phones out recording it. Yeah, so you have these like drones creating imagery. I'm, I'm sure they could do something like that. So as I say, this is possibly, possibly an introduction to Project Bluebeam. Maybe, who knows? I mean, and at the same time, though, you've got a question: why, why did they need the police presence? Was it to? create a more solid story possibly to make it seem like more legitimate possibly but yeah given how technology's risen so much it wouldn't surprise me if, if whether it was the elites or higher ups had the technology to summon a portal or whatever you know we sound crazy but you, you can't rule out anything at this point on this planet very true I mean Crowley was out there in the desert yeah. You know, what were they doing out of the desert creating poles? That's what they say to open up other dimensions. But then my question is, like, what happened to this alien? Like, why did it just disappear? Would it not be going around terrorizing the rest of Miami by now? Exactly. Did those police really stop it? What did they do? Like, shoot at it, something like that? And then it was like, nah, I'm off back. They must have sent it. And they must have sent it to a, a high-guarded prison or something. On the moon? <laughs> I don't know. That's, that's the thing I question. is like, what happened to this being? Why did it just, like, disappear? Why did it just vanish? Yeah. I don't know. But then again, maybe it wasn't a harmful being. Maybe it was just, like, a friendly giant. Okay, now... Like the BSG. Yeah, exactly. Wanted to see what we're cracking down on it. Well, what's up, guys?
maybe, I mean, they used to say that giants existed on this planet, so you never know. True. But then what's, what's the deal with these teenagers? Like, because the story is, as I say, like these teenagers opened up a box and then a portal opened and let through these aliens. Kind of seems fishy to me. Yeah, that sounds like something that will come out of a movie. Yeah, hundred percent. It's a very strange story. It, it, it does sound fabricated to a degree to me, at least. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see what happens in the next year or so. You never know. We might have more science of UFOs. To be fair, I think there are eyewitness reports as well on the same day that this was happening. People were reporting seeing like UFOs and strange things in the sky over Miami. Um, which is very interesting, like lights and stuff in the sky. I think I, I did see a video of it. The only thing is, I'd question nowadays is like you don't know how good technology is for people to to lie. Do you know what I mean? And create false imagery. It's very hard yeah. to distinguish on what's real these days. That's why I feel like the most sicky pies. No, I mean, absolutely. So, as we say, like technology improves these days, we're more connected than ever. At the same time, it's kind of hard to distinguish what truth is from fiction. Mm -hmm. So, we're we're living in this. Sorry, go on. Yeah, especially with the AI deep fakes, man. Like, imagine someone using that as a tool to, you know, exploit elderly people into thinking that. you know, something bad has really happened to their relative or something. True. Well, that's the thing. Like, elderly people believe anything they see on TV. Yeah. So it's a lot It's a lot more difficult for them to distinguish reality from fiction. I remember I, I, watched, a video, I watched a video recently on Instagram. It was like some some grandma that was watching clips of GTA and the family <laughs> convinced it was real life. And she was like, oh, my God, can't believe that person just got shot. <laughs> <laughs> you're like genuinely terrified but as you say like these days it's going to be a lot harder to distinguish reality from fiction in terms of what's going on i I think that possibly comes with like the age of enlightenment the new age or whatever it's going to be a lot harder to actually ascertain what the truth is like there's no truth so people get more confused It'll be interesting to see. You know what I mean? But moving on from that, I think another thing that's happened in the month of January is obviously the fact that a lot of information has now been disclosed, or they say a lot of information has been disclosed, about the whole Epstein Island and who was going there and who was bulletin. Yep. And that in itself is... A crazy way. Yeah. And that's possibly why I believe that this was a distraction, the Miami Mall incident, because it takes people away from speaking about that and more about what happened at Miami Mall. So was it like a planned exercise that the police and military carries out? Are are those people that are involved in the Epstein scandal in the pockets of the police or vice versa, sorry? And did they essentially say to him, like, look, you've got to stage something that makes it look like there's something going on Miami Mall? Yeah. But, I mean, the higher-ups have done it many times in human history, so what you said 
probably wouldn't be wouldn't surprise me if that was the case. You know, there's always many distractions and psyops that they do. But I feel like with this one, it's not really enough to distract people from speaking about the Miami incident than with Epstein and what's going on there. Very true. Very true. Or maybe it was Epstein. It was this Miami Mall. And that's who... There, there is reports, to be fair. That I remember listening to reports a while ago and he was talking about how some of the, the girls and stuff that were abused by Epstein reports saying that, like, after they'd finished, that he transformed into some sort of, like, reptilian alien being. So you never know. You never know. It could have been him and them all. I mean, it's not too far away. The island. Is it not? A quick swim away. I don't think so. It's only a quick swim away, isn't it? I believe. Yeah, probably, yeah. Just dive in the ocean across to Miami. It's not too far. Yes. <laughs> but yeah. Well, the, the thing is with the like the whole disclosure of like the Epstein case, it does seem to have tailed off now. <laughs> People don't seem to care all that much, really. And But at the same time, there's not even that much information that's actually come out. Yeah. Talking about all this list, this name of, like the named people that have been named, obviously at the um, at the island, and at the same time, it's it's basically things that we already knew before. It's not like any new information's been divulged. You know, yeah, it's the same people, such as like Bill Clinton, Prince Andrew, all those folk. Yeah, so nothing new, really. They just the mainstream just decided to bring out this again after what a couple of months or a year after it was all revealed anyway I don't know exactly that's what I mean I, can't, I kind of feel like it's a, it's not a soft disclosure but it's kind of disappointing in a sense I think people were expecting all this information like these people have been accused this is what's happened this is what yeah. actually went down at the island but I, I still think it's kind of a misfire. There's not really any clear indication as to what actually happened. I think we're still as in the dark as before about it. Yeah, that's it. Like whether they release it, whether they release that information or not, who knows what the mainstream the mainstream control anything to they may not even release that information. No. no the public world have got like no intention of releasing any information. Anyway, do you know what I mean? Exactly. I just I think it's more a fact of they just want to do whatever serves them the best. And getting this out of the way, getting this whole case out of the way is probably the best thing for them. So they're coming up with these distractions such as the Miami Mall incident and they might they might bring up some more. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Stephen yeah. Hawking, Stephen Hawking was was actually one of the main people that was accused. Which is quite interesting. I don't know. I don't know if you look. Yeah, Stephen Hawking. <laughs> Which is crazy. Yeah. You're not. You're not a fan of Stephen Hawking, are you? No, I, I, I do. I, you know, I don't hate the guy. I, I don't dislike him either. He's, he's obviously done great work from his work on physics and stuff and quantum physics. I'm, I'm, I'm aware of his working, but I don't know why he would be accused of being in a wheelchair practically all his life but I don't know yeah well he, he here's the thing here's the thing like in the um, 
testimonies and stuff like that, I'll say that he really liked midgets. That was his go-to thing. So, oh, okay. Interesting. But I did watch a video recently, and it's before Stephen Hawking had like the computer and stuff like that to talk. It was obviously like iconically recently, and like since it's been known about in public view, he's used a computer to talk. That's that's his way of, of translating his information to the world. But before that, there's a video of him with a translator. So someone who's translating the information for him. And Steven's there. I'll I'll try and I'll try and get the video because I don't really want to do a discriminatory impression of what, what Stephen Hawking's um talking like. It sounds like Chewbacca essentially. Like that sort of thing. Don't clip that. <laughs> um and the translator's basically saying him saying things for him. So it'll be like Stephen Hawking will make a noise. Very inaudible. You won't be able to tell what he's saying. And then the translator will say, like, oh yeah, Stephen's been interested in science since he was a little boy and he used to play with his train sets. That's what he just said. And this goes on for a few minutes and he does it multiple times. So so the argument would be that that kind of sounds like rubbish and how would the translator be able to distinguish what Stephen is saying whatsoever? Kind of seems implausible. It's almost like Han Solo and Chewbacca. That's our relationship. Or, you know, Groot from Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. And Rocky Raccoon. Like, he's not yeah, saying yeah. anything, but people understand it. <clears throat> because yeah. they just do. It's that sort of thing. It's that sort of relationship. So the ar- argument then would be that Stephen Hawking never actually was a scientist or never was like a, a very intelligent person. Honestly, like this this is just a theory. I'm not saying this is truth gospel. Okay. Stephen Hawking was a character that was hired to basically purport information for the higher ups and to get people thinking a certain way. I'm not I'm not saying what Stephen Hawking said was necessarily wrong, but more that he was a puppet and he couldn't actually talk and he was never in control of what he was saying. When he was giving his presentations and stuff like that, someone was controlling him and typing for him, possibly. And then part of that deal was you get to come to the island and have as much fun as you want with these kids. Yeah. I don't know what Doesn't to make of that. that. I don't know. It's... I'll send you the I'll send you the video once we're done because it's quite, okay. it's quite interesting. Yeah, I watch. I'll have a listen. But you never know what lengths these people go to to send what they want to further their agenda, do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's it. You don't really know what's going on until everything is revealed. Just to let people know, I've never visited the island. That's good. That's good. That's good. Glad to hear that. (laughs) <laughs> otherwise, otherwise you'd be a whistleblower and uh, your life would be in danger. Exactly, exactly. I'm not, I'm not Bill Clinton. I'm not Absolutely. Bill Clinton. Unless you're doing an impression. 
I can try. I can try. What do you want me to say? Oh. Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't know the person, so you have to. You don't know Bill. You don't know Bill Clinton. I've heard of him, but yeah, I've I've heard him speak a couple of times, but I don't really know My what he talks. sounds like. Why talks like this? My name's Bill. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, Bill Clinton. I I never went to the island. I never went there. I told Hillary. I said, I've never been to the island. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I never had sexual relationship with that word. My feelings. <laughs> that that one I have heard of that uh, affair potentially. That's something I have heard before. Yeah, but maybe a lot more happened. You never know. Possibly. The whole thing about Pr- Prince Andrew is in. I think the most interesting of it's like Prince Andrew apparently visited, and the royal family tried to bury it deep. Yeah, it kind of feels like if if Prince Andrew was doing it and he's guilty, then there's probably a hell of a lot more high up people that are doing a very similar thing. Uh-huh. So, but yeah. I guess this is just the start of 2024, and we're just going to have to see what the year brings at the end of the day. I mean, we're only nine days in, and. This has happened already, man. I mean, Lord and behold, what, what's going to happen next in the mainstream in 2024? Have you got any predictions in terms of mainstream-related stuff or life in general for 2024? I think um, 100% Trump's going to get back in office. Mm. I'm, I'm, not saying, I'm not saying necessarily... I'm, I want them to, or that he should. I'm just, I'm just saying. I, I feel like the 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 stars are aligned for him to get back in office, and it does feel like that that is something that will happen. I can't see anyone else getting in. Other than that, I'm not really sure. I think we'll see like a bit more of a shift in the way people think, but I don't necessarily think it's going to be the biggest turning point of the year. I think it will be a very interesting year. I think next year will be the most interesting, but at the same time, like I think. This is the turning point for everything that's happened in the world. Yeah. What about what about you? Have you got any predictions for this year? Um, if I have to give one, I'd say AI will improve even more. In terms oh yeah. Of artificial intelligence will be the main thing for the year. Yeah. I think I think I've read somewhere that. By 2029, that's the year that AI will become a genuine threat yeah. if it carries on on the trajectory that it's going up. But yeah, to be fair, very much right there because, like, how recently was it that we had like the AI imagery? I don't even think it was the start of this year or last year. Sorry, I think it was like June 2023 that I started seeing these like AI fake pictures and stuff like that. Well, the scene is so hyper-realistic now that I imagine by, yeah, necessarily probably the end of the year that it'll be very, very difficult to distinguish AI pictures from real pictures. Yeah. Like, I also think that... I don't think it'll happen this year, but maybe towards the end where, you know, jobs are 
then they're perhaps looking to be replaced for those that are still working in jobs that are easily be replaced by AI. I think that could happen because it's going to spread quickly. Very true. Very true. And it, yeah, it's a way to cut costs. I mean, I was in um, H&M the other day when they went to H&M. What it was like, be self-checkout. Yeah, yeah, it's just a clothes shop, but it was like self-checkout. And I was like, why? I can, I can understand it in like Sainsbury's or something, but for H&M, like I, I had a job a while ago working in the club and stuff, and I was like folding clothes and taking payments to the till. That job was basically replaced by just computer. It was a computer, right? Which I guess probably does save them money. At the same time, it costs someone a job. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or a few people a job. So, yeah, I, I don't doubt that in the next few years, we'll probably see a lot of jobs lost to robots and AI and things like that. Which might be a good thing. It might be a bad thing. It might give us more time to work on what we want to work on. But, yeah, it'll be interesting. It'll be very interesting, I think. Yeah, because, like, ultimately, you, you have to adapt to the world that you're living in. Like, now the world is going more entrepreneurial side, like, you know, we're in the attention era, so, you know, you're going to have people, you know, the main media is social media at this point in time, so with AI coming on the side, people are going to, people that are don't have anything besides a 9 to 5 are really going to struggle. Yeah, very true. Very true. I think it depends what sector you live in, you work in, though, really. Yeah. If you're doing something that can be replaced by AI, I would be worried. However, oh, yeah. if it's something that's not, I don't think it's so much of an issue. It'll just be interesting to see how everything else adapts to the fact that AI is replacing jobs in terms of the fact that, look, will it make life easier? Perhaps. But will people be helped out if their job gets taken away by a robot? Do you know what I mean? Will there yeah. suddenly be an incentive for governments to give out, say, like universal checks because people aren't working as much? I mean, and then will that, the will that have an effect on the human spirit? Will people, because they've not got a job anymore, feel worthless? Yeah. I mean, you only have to look at COVID and the government's response to people not working. They gave people furloughs, but some people's furloughs ran out. So it will probably be a similar response to the way governments adapt to this new era of work-life, hybrid, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Well, I think we're very very much in for very interesting times in the next year or so, especially considering the AI sort of situation. Because you never know, like, exponentially, the technology could grow so quickly. It just happens within a flash and we don't even realise what's changed. Yeah. That's, I, I'm kind of worried as an actor, to be honest, because my profession might be sort of diminished by the fact that if AI becomes so good that, like, films and stuff just become AI-generated. I don't, I don't know if it will. Might not, but it's a possibility. So how would that work? Well, how would that work then? But just well, say the fact that like AI becomes so good that, as I say, with the imagery and stuff like that, like the AI gen- generated images are so good and so strong that it almost 
is indistinguishable from a real person. Imagine in the next two years or so that they can turn that into a film and it looks like someone's acted and they don't have to pay an actor for it. They just do it on a, uh, a generated system. But they could use the likeness of the of the actor. So mm-hmm. say like a famous actor like Tom Cruise, for example, the one this new Tom Cruise film out, but it's only got two weeks to be released. So they'll just do it all through AI. And then Tom Cruise will get paid a lot of money. Or they could bring like dead actors back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Potentially like and use the likeness of the person that's dead. And if they didn't have any rights, if they didn't like on the rights to their face, they could they could use it for free. You know what I mean? There's there's some certain like laws and regulations where if you didn't like claim your, your likeness, I'd see if it studios can't use it after you're dead. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes sometimes it expires after a certain amount of time, and they can just use it. And they don't have to pay anyone anything to use it, and it's kind of disrespectful. But you don't know how far it it might not happen. It might not happen. We might continue to just use humans for acting, which I I think is a better way to go. But you, as I say, it's, it's the same thing as H and M using self checkouts. It's cutting corners and it's saving costs. At the same time, it's, it's costing costing people's livelihoods and white dreams and stuff like that. But yeah, like I don't think it will specifically go towards acting because there's a lot that goes into it. Like the one thing that AI cannot do is replace human consciousness, and with with acting, there's obviously a lot of drama and stuff like that. So until yeah, it has the neural networks and the algorithms to understand all of that then I feel like it's really hard for a model it's really hard for developers or companies to train a model to completely replicate an actor's profession yeah 100% but at the same time as I say like if the likeness is easily doable and replicable then how long will it be before that is possible do you know what I mean and if, if the technology does grow exponentially like once it's started it just improves and improves and improves and improves and improves very very rapidly that could be very soon that that's a possibility it might not be implemented for a good few years it might be something that becomes contention in the acting world but yeah like you say i don't don't think it'd ever be able to replace the human spirit consciousness so it it will be interesting it will be very interesting to see in the next few years same for music though as well because like ai music's been quite popular this year I don't know if you've listened to any of it, but no, I've not. Well, you can you can literally like make songs that are the likeness of people. So people make like Kanye songs, Drake songs, or whatever, whatever artist, and it sounds fairly real. Like if you weren't paying too much attention, you probably wouldn't be able to tell it wasn't like the actual artist singing because they can get the inflections, they can get like the different the, the accent sounds more or less the same. Um. So if they can do her music, then maybe they can really... But I guess we'll have to wait and see what happens. Yeah. But I think firstly, it's going to be looking at taking people that have unskilled jobs and stuff like that. I think that'll probably be the first step, which is unfortunate, but that's where the world is heading. Sure. It's all it's all about cutting costs, really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's about it's about more profits for the, for the people who own the businesses. Yeah, that's it, yeah. At the end of the day, like they don't really see you as a human necessarily. Just 
But then again, like robots might get annoyed with working minimum wage jobs. They might be like, why am I doing this job for free? Like I won't pay in. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, obviously, obviously if they make the AI like a human, then they will start behaving like a human. So Yeah, exactly. Very true. Very true. If they if they want to be placed if, if Robot, they want to yeah. replace Yeah, yeah. If they want to replace humans with, with with robots for low unskilled jobs, then it wouldn't make sense for these AI companies to produce uh, robots or any robotics people to produce human like employees because then they'll act like humans and they will be rebellious like humans. So if they make them that if they make them as basically people that are all doing or do jobs in a specific way tailored to the company's needs, then that's all good for them. Yeah, very true. Very true. But then again, people might not be as receptive to like a robot serving them as they would. Mm-hmm. We're, it might not even be like a robot. It might not be like a traditional robot walking around that we've got in our head, like, hello, welcome to Sainsbury's. As I say, it'll be more like self-checkout type thing where you just do everything yourself. It's just all aut- automated. Yeah, yeah. Through AI. Like the Amazon stores that I have these days where you just scan your card at the front, walk in, pick up wherever you want, and then walk out, and it'll just take the payment out of your bank. You don't even need to staff the place. Exactly. You know, because like many like part-time jobs have this, you know, jobs where if you're like the jobs that you're doing the same thing over and over again can easily be replaced, especially if you have ambition and you see this job as just a stepping stone, then you're going to feel like you're just being like a robot in a sense. But, you know, it is what it is like. These jobs are good to start off, but obviously, if you're if you've done it for so many years, then you want to maintain it just to live. Yeah, true, very true. Oh. I think yeah, it's going to be interesting. I'm I'm kind of excited to see what happens. To be honest, so am I. I'm more like intrigued, I think, than anything. Because there might be, you know, might be some great things that come out of it. You never know. Absolutely. Like, there's no point being scared or fearful of the future. I mean, and that's for 2024. We're both excited because we want to make, you know, 2024 the best year that we have. So, yeah, to do that, it's about taking action and take control of your life. Like, we speak about what could happen and with AI and with the news about the Project Bluebeam and Epstein or whatever, those things are out of our control. But ultimately, you know, just with anything, when you find the truth, you are able to see what things you can control and ultimately make better life choices to live a more fulfilling life. True, very true. Yeah, as you say, it's all in your power, and it? It's all in your control. Yeah, yeah. And everything else is just a distraction, really. Plug away at what you what, what you want to do in life, and you know, stick to your own script. I guess. Yeah, and this is why having awakenings is is incredible because when you have an awakening, you realize 
you're in control of your own destiny so it's time to change it and to have whatever you want as they as the going says the truth will set you free yeah need to live in abundance mm-hmm. abundance mindset never be worried about what what someone else is doing but focus on yourself and I think more people are. I think more people. I think more people are having this realization, especially on a global scale, with the awakenings that have been happening recently. So, all in all, that's a positive step for humanity. Yeah, hundred percent. That's why I'm so. Ex- I'm just so excited to see what happens in the next like few years. Yeah. yeah as the code in reality says, just enjoy the ride. Exactly. Can't do much more, can you? Mm-hmm. I haven't watched a deep towards your reality video in a long time. It's me, I feel like I was big into him, like 2022. Yeah. On him, I mean. From by the wayside. Yeah, because, you know, you, you get trapped in it, so... You, yeah, exactly. You, you have to step away from it as soon as you've taken the knowledge and you have the understanding of what he presents, but... He's a, he's a top class individual. His videos are of high quality and, you know, hope he's doing well. Yeah. Logan. It'd be good to have him on at some point. Maybe we should message him. Maybe. A <laughs> <laughs> yeah, little bit of a PR promotion, whatever, but why not? It'd be just good to pick his brains, I think, more than anything, just see. Like what he's thinking about these days. I don't even know if he's still uploaded. He might be. I don't know either. Who knows, man? Who knows? But yeah, I think it's time to wrap it up. The first episode of 2024 is almost over, nearly done, and I think it's been a very good one in terms of just analysing what's currently happening this year the awakenings that people are having recently and all in all exciting times for the year ahead for both of us and for you the audience listening and watching so thank you guys for watching or listening to this episode and i hope you have a fantastic and most importantly productive new year peace peace see us This is the 45th President of the United States, Donald J. Trump, saying thank you so much, okay, for tuning in for this episode of The Occult Pod. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to like and subscribe if you're watching on YouTube, and also comment, because it helps the algorithm. Also, if you want to follow us on social media, go to at the occult pod underscore 13, that is for Instagram and Twitter. And have a great rest of your day, okay? Thank you so much.